are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henry! Buddha! Lila and Garatha! Roscoe! And Fenrir! <laughs> Get out of here! And today we have the recap done by... Roscoe! Alright, so we went to a funeral, and then we went back and spent the night at Henley's house... And her little brothers were being obnoxious, and Lila kind of scared him into cleaning the house, which was super nice of her. Uh, and then I believe Henley talked her mom into letting her brother go to Avalon with us for for an apprenticeship. And um, Fenrir went out and checked out the weird scarecrow thing outside, and apparently it's creepy evil magic. Oh, and fireballs don't work on it. <laughs> Thank you, Roscoe. So you guys are on your way to Eldon's place. Takes you about two hours to get there. Kind of a long, long journey, especially for Rowan. He's got a few stuff that he has to carry, unless somebody wanted to throw it on their horse or anything. Oh, I just throw it on my horse. Okay. So you make your way to Eldon's. Um, you kind of load up the horses with with your gear, and you head out there. Takes about two hours. There, by the time you get there, you can see Eldon's ready to go. He's got the horses all together. Some are draft horses or Clydesdales as well, and riding horses. So you guys got to take these 16. He does have, it looks like, five riders that are going with you and two wagons that seem full of supplies. So you guys ride up and... So I'm going to go up to... Eldon, mm-hmm. so I haven't met him yet. Just try and like introduce myself, shake his hand. Did I hear about your fumble or no, uh, Fenrir? Probably Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Dang it. <laughs> uh, anyways, but I want. I still want to try and make a good impression on him, mm-hmm. since we're gonna be spending some time mm-hmm. with him, and he's my current employer. Mm-hmm. He's a married man, you know that, right? <laughs> She does not know that. I only got ads for you. Hey, whoa, no. whoa. <laughs> no. That's why I said Garatha. I know. <laughs> That's what I do. Okay. Does anybody else do He's it? cordial. He's okay. nice. Hello, Eldon. We're here to help. And do you have... Did Veronica get a hold of you? Yes, she did get a hold of me. So everything's already taken care of. You guys will have your two horses and, and the packs and everything. Okay, and the horses at the end? If you guys still want them, they're yours. We do. We want them. Um, Rowan is here. Could he ride one? Oh, of course. If he's going to go on this ride with you, I'll pay him to help protect if, that's, if, he, if that comes to, comes to fruition. I would... Uh, what do you say, Rowan? I mean, how, yeah, I'm fine with it, you know, kind of earn my keep. I'm really nervous about this. Did you bring any weapons? Uh, just my tools. Okay, 
stay back from, if we run into any trouble, stay back with the horses. Okay, I can do that. You are our last line of defense. And she smiles. (laughs) He's like, I hope it doesn't come to that. And I give him a staff. I'm a stick. A stick. A pokey pokey stick? It's not pokey. No, it's it's just a staff. <laughs> no, no, what? no. It's a pokey pokey, it. not a stabby stabby <laughs> stick. It's I only look. want pointy sticks. Wacky, he wacky could make stick. it a pointy. Oh, a wacky wacky. <gasps> wacky wacky. It's wacky wacky, not a pokey pokey. Anyway. <laughs> so, Eldon, you will go with my son Brock. Brock's going to lead this mission. I'm staying behind. I'm getting a little too old for these kind of adventures. Henley you would recognize all these people that are with them. You have Brock, who is Eldon's son. He's kind of a middle-aged. He still has slightly pointy ears because Eldon is half-elf. So Brock has some uh, elven features, but not much. Like, he is a cowboy, very much like his dad. Um, You also see Raylan, the daughter of Eldon. And these two have been kind of doing these back-and-forth um, taking the horses up to Avalon and stuff for years. They're those trusted hands. You know, also Trey, he's fairly new, but he's been here for about five years. But you do recognize a new face. You recognize Charles Clinton. He's the oldest son of the Clintons, and he's doing this too. He looks very nervous. You can kind of tell he's, this is an awkward thing for him. You do recognize Nigel. He's been there a while. You also recognize kind of the town gossiper. She's a fairly nice lady, but she goes on these trips to do cooks and cooks for the the cowhands and everything. Her name is Manifred. And she's a plump, plump, short human. She's very loud and obnoxious and wants to be in everybody's business. So kind of like Lila minus wanting to be in everybody's business part of it. <laughs> and you recognize her husband too. They've been doing this for years, going back and forth. They, they drive the wagons. There's two wagons. They both do it. Fred is the husband of Manafred, but he's hasn't been looking good the last couple of years. He looks very thin and frail, and he's very hard of hearing right now. Eldon's like, these guys are all set, so get going. Can we get our horses? <laughs> Yeah, sure. They're already stable. They're already saddled up over by the stables. Okay. You guys go and grab your horses. If nothing else, you guys are off. You guys are traveling. It's very nice, very sunny. It's kind of a warm day with a slight breeze. You see bugs and grass and rolling hills. They are going to go straight up to Gibson Well and head directly west from there. They would normally go straight, but of course... They, there's some trouble with the Trigorovan, so they're going to try and avoid those dangerous spots. It takes you three days to get to Gibson well. Very peaceful, very pleasant, and you guys start heading west. For the next couple of days, it is very, very calm, nothing really drastic. However, in the middle, middle of one day, you notice that you come upon an old camp, and you notice that there's some bodies laying around this old camp. What do you do? I signaled to Eldon's son. What was his name? Brock. I signaled to Brock saying that we should halt and check this out. Okay. He kind of does the signal to, you know, round up the people. 
and you guys go investigate. I'm going to hop down and just do a quick check and see if I can't find, like, any signs of maybe how old this is and maybe a little bit of what happened. I follow behind. Okay. For whoever wants to get down and take a peek ski, throw an investigation check. Not a solid seven. Okay. Natural 20. Nobody else needs to roll. (laughs) Six. I got a 15. 15, okay. Fender's not rolling. Okay. It's kind of like, ew. (laughs) Okay. Boudreaux, we'll start with you. You get over there and you notice that there has been kind of a scuffle. There are two bodies here. You kind of notice that they've been out in the sun for about four days. You know, they're pretty stinky. And you notice that their clothes are pretty torn. You're not quite sure what. Henley, on the other hand, you notice that they have been punctured. You recognize some of these wounds as kind of like a boar had gone through it. As you've been kind of looking around the bodies, you find a book, kind of a journal. And you open it up and you notice, kind of skip to the end to see what's going on. And you've noticed that the last couple entries are interesting. We have received word from, our new, from a new client that there is a group heading to Avalon that we must stop from reaching it. Note says 500 gold for the group, a male halfling, male dwarf, male elf, female fanged gnome, and female human. Human is a ranger. Didn't think rangers were up here anymore since the goblins took out their fort uh, in the north. 500, gro- 500 gold for this group? We could use it and grow our reputation. Entry two. Storm hit harsh last night. Miserable night. No sign of the group. Almost ran into some of those goblin scouts. They sure are getting more active. Must be careful. Entry three. During the night, we were attacked by some kind of monster. At first, we thought it was a dwarf, but then it grew tusks and squealed like a boar and attacked. We killed it, however, Crawlo and Trinity died. Nex and I are fine. Gunther was injured, got a nasty bite, but seems like he'll be fine. We will make camp until he's better. Entry four. Two days and Gunther is not, isn't better. He's running a fever. I swear when he moans, he grunts like a pig. We're out of healer kit, healer's kits, and our potions don't seem to have any effect on him. If he's not better by tomorrow, we'll have to head back. And that's the last of the entry. Oh, dear. What's oh up? Dear. Oh, dear, 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 dear. <laughs> uh, I was um, reading this journal I found. Um, there's were creatures out here. Oh, no, we, I forgot to ask about the silver. Oh, no, we're going to die. <laughs> They were attacked by a were boar. I hope it wasn't boring. <laughs> oh, here now comes the Now, this is serious. <laughs> no, it really is serious, but I couldn't help it. Did you find anything? This is Brock speaking. They were attacked by poisonous creatures that changed from a humanoid to an animal. We need to get moving. We can't stay near here. We'll quickly check, see if they have anything else valuable, and we'll get out. 
Well, I'm all for not sticking around whatever you just said. And he gives a whistle and he does, move on out. Figure out what you need to do here and then just catch on up with us. We will. I want to loot the bodies. Hey, me too. Since you got a natural 20 on your previous one, make this advantage. But you can go ahead. There's two bodies, so one can get one, one can get the other. Does that count as if I want to look for any sort of weaponry that they have? Looting the bodies? I think weapons would be fairly obvious that they're there. Okay. Do I see any weapons? Yeah. You see a sword and a and a bow. Silver sword. <gasps> bow. Silver. Bow. <laughs> pick up the bow. Give it to Roscoe. Pick up the sword and give it to Henley's brother. Sure. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. Nice. Is there a quiver that comes with this bow? There is a quiver there as well. How many arrows do I have? Probably about ten. Dope. They're half broken though. <laughs> so I. 20. So Rowan's with us. Yes. Um, Rowan, do you remember how to use the sword? I mean, I, I do have some training in it. I, I think I could fend for myself, but I think I'd be better with a bow. Yeah. Or the staff. You could keep them away. <sighs> okay. Well, you did say I was going to stay back, so, you know, I'll, I'll try my best with what I got. Yeah. But if you guys were able to handle the owlbear, I'm sure we can handle whatever's out here. Uh, maybe. You're right. We should be able to handle anything out here. Um, You're definitely right, Rowan. We handled that owlbear like it was just a little tiny rat. Owl. Owl. Fenrir. Shh. Boudreaux scratches his head in the distance. <laughs> um, I rolled a modded 20 for my looting. Loot, 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 loot. Was a D12? Four times. Holy Whoa. Eight. Eight. So the, hold on. So for the first card, with that roll, you find 50 feet of silk rope, two-person tent, a hooded lantern, and a sun-shaped amulet. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Next roll, please. Eleven. Nice. Okay. This one you find, ooh, a brightly quilted saddle. (laughs) (laughs) Two cushy saddles. (laughs) And two saddlebags containing a hundred silver pieces. Okay, next roll. Three. This one you find another hundred silver pieces. You're the rich one here. Quite a bit of money. Money, money, money by the pound. <laughs> okay, last roll. Then we get to see what Lila gets. Ooh. Ten. These guys were loaded. <laughs> they must have done well doing side quests while hunting for us. <laughs> right. So with that roll, you find a set of leather armor with a symbol of a wolf worked into the chest piece. A glaive with a red tassel hanging from the handle, and a chest that contains 250 copper pieces. All right, Lila, what Th- do you got? I got a 15. 15. That means you get two cards. Woo! First one's a three. Okay, with this one, 
you find a bone figurine with a tiny gem in the belly. Okay, what's your next one? Four. <laughs> a bag of seasoning. Yeah, I'll yeah. break a note. <laughs> this one's ten silver pieces. Dope. Oh, sadness. Okay. You guys mount up, and you guys head on out. Ooh, I would like to um, make sure that my crossbow is loaded. Okay. I'm on the outside, so I'm not going to accidentally shoot someone. <laughs> but I want to ready to make sure. And just, like, watch around me. Okay. I give the glaive to Roscoe, saying, I don't really have a use for this. Dope. This uh, one's definitely a lot nicer than the one you have. Because yours is kind of beat up and worn. You got it used. Yeah. Yeah, but this the one that I have is customized. <laughs> it's got my leather wraps because I'm a midge. So I've got to work on that one a little bit. Okay. I'll just strap it to the horse for now. And I give... Two glaives. My... Oh, <laughs> Do I now have like 20 feet of reach? <laughs> you tape them to each other. <laughs> I um, also, I give the brightly quilted saddle to Lila <gasps> and say, thanks for carrying my saddle around. <laughs> oh, it was no problem, sugar. That was sweet. No jokes. <laughs> okay. So you travel. Hold on, one thing. Yeah. I also give the amulet to Boudreaux. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's an amulet with a sun on it? I don't know exactly what that means, but... Well, thank you. I'd uh, wear it. Uh, dunk, uh, I'll hold on to it. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you guys continue on. Another two days are passed. You know you're getting close to Avalon. It's about... Getting kind of early afternoon, late morning, early afternoon, and you start seeing some riders in the distance coming towards you. Fast. Like, we got company. I immediately ready my bow and wait for them to get into range. I'm going to do the same thing and ready my bow as well. I'm going to cast a spell once I find it. <laughs> okay. Brock kind of... Go ahead. Fender speaks up. If there are other uh, groups of people looking for us, do you think we should put a couple of us inside the wagons to uh, conceal who... to conceal the group so they just think it's a bunch of travelers traveling with horses up to Avalon? We are just a bunch of travelers at this point traveling up to Avalon with a bunch of horses. Yeah, but they're going to recognize probably you as well as Boudreaux. I mean, I can also use my disguise kit. I guess it might be too late for that, though. Do I have, like, a piece of cloth or something that I can just, like, put over my face? Or can I, like, put my hood up? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. Okay. This good enough, sugar? Works for me. Riders get closer. Uh, I put my alligator hood up. (laughs) (laughs) That's very inconspicuous, Boudreaux. I'm I'm an alligator. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> Alligator riding a donkey. <laughs> I just, yeah. Yeehaw. And, uh, um, do we see any flags or symbols to signify what they are? You notice as they get start getting closer that they are their mounts are the mount four of the mounts are on the smaller side, but there's one on the bigger side. As it gets closer, you notice that the four smaller ones are boars. Wargs. Boars. Boars. Okay. Front one's a warg, and the riders are goblins. Um, are they within 150 feet? They are in closing in. Yes. <laughs> I pull out my. Well, I've already pulled out my longbow. Okay. You know how I said I was going to use a spell. Yep. So I'm going to use this cantrip. Um. Spell time. Spell it is time. called Thermalgery. Thaumaturgy. Yeah. I love thaumaturgy. <laughs> I manifest a minor wonder, a sound of supernatural power within range. And you create one of the following magical effects within range. Okay. And Which I one are you going to use? Desire to use. Um, uh, the I cause... Harmless tremors in the ground for one minute. Okay, what's the range on that? I don't know. Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet. Okay, so they are still about 150 feet away. I will wait then. But they're closing in. Okay, so you've readied that action. How are, they, are you going to do it right when they're in with, within 30 feet? Yeah. Okay, good to know. We pretty much at this point know they're, they're baddies, right? I mean, you can pretty much assume that because you know Trigrovener are around here. And, and they're, they're goblins. goblins. And goblins are pretty old. So Correct. they're within 150 feet? They are. Boom. I'm going to start shooting them. Okay. So you stop your horse? Yes, I you... stop my horse. Me dose. Okay. Me too. Okay. What's Brock do? He's acting nervous, and he's just trying to circle the wagons type idea. Surround the, surround the horses. Don't let them get away. Wagons in the back. Everybody surround the horses. That's an 11 to hit. That is a miss. I rolled a crit one. That is a miss as well. (laughs) As you go to shoot it, I kind of see it as you set it in there, but you didn't quite get the bolt in the the string. It snaps the bolt. And when you shoot it, the bolt just flips up in the air. So my range is 80 and 320. So you're 80. From 10 feet to 80 is normal. Anything higher than 80 would be disadvantage. With everything higher than 180, you're not even For example, for our listeners, the longbow can shoot from 10 feet to 150 feet with no disadvantage. But from 151 to 600 feet, I have disadvantage on my shots. And what happens within 10 feet, Abby? Um, I can't shoot them because they're too close. Right, which implies disadvantage as well. So yeah, you didn't strap your bow, your bolt in your crossbow well enough, and it just kind of flicks right up in the air. It's really embarrassing, and some of the other people kind of chuckle at you. <laughs> okay, Roscoe, you okay. were gonna shoot another shoot another arrow. Yes, so I'm gonna shoot, and I do have to roll on disadvantage because that's eighty three twenty, but with my disadvantage, I got sixteen. Okay, that's a hit. Okay. So 
you got one that's on a warg. You can tell that it's bigger than everything else. Then you got four that are on a bow. Which one are you going to go after? Proximity to each other. How close are they together? Yes. They're probably, give or take, 10 feet away from each other, and they're in kind of like a flying V. So if I aim for the big baddie, I would have the big guy in the middle, 10 feet, 10 feet, 20 feet, 20 feet, right? Correct. To either side. Okay. So Roscoe draws his bow back, and for some reason, he's just like, you know, he's, he's still trying to figure out what the what he just happened, right? Back with the bug guy. Yes. So he's drawing his bow back, and something's telling him to just aim at the middle guy. Mm-hmm. Let's that arrow loose. And I am going to be using the... Uh, oh, go away. Bursting arrow. <gasps> Ooh, what is this? Which... Class time! Uh, immediately after the arrow hits a creature, the target and all creatures within 10 feet of it takes 2d6 damage. On, on a hit. On a hit. Ooh, all right. Nice. So, all three of those creatures are going to be taking... Plus their mounts. Huh? Plus their mounts. Plus their mounts, exactly. That's dope. <laughs> that is pretty dope. It's really OP. So they're all going to be taking eight damage. Okay. Your arrow flies, hits the chief, he hits the one on the ward. <gasps> He's a chief. And it does some pretty good damage on him. You see the two riders on on the two boars behind him, they just fall off with the impact. The boars, they seem very injured, and they start slowing down, so they're falling behind. The one riding the warg lets out a big war cry, and they continue on. Hey, I think we should move away from the horses and get closer to them so it don't scare the animal away. That's a good idea. So I'll jump off my horse. Load my crossbow, hopefully appropriate this time, mm-hmm. and sprint 35 feet. I'm going to also get off and go over by Fenrir as well. I can speak goblin. We should keep one alive to question. Maybe not the one on the warg. It looks kind of scary. Well, he's probably the one that knows something. Remember when we took... Um, oh. What's his name? Oscar. Oscar. Oh, my Lord, that guy. And he didn't know anything, but the boss man might have. Oh, yeah. So Henley would like to take another shot since I have distance, a ranged weapon. Still a ways away, I'll allow you to do that. That's a 24 to hit. Which one are you shooting at? I am shooting at the boss's warg. Okay, go ahead. That's four damage. Very nice. That warg, you see it flinch as it gets hit, but it's still running strong. I'd like, may, may I use my crossbow as well? Yes, you may. And I'm closer too, because I got off and ran forward. And I saw Henley do that, so Boudreaux is going to shoot as well. I got a 14 to hit. That matches. Dice off. Thirteen? One. <laughs> boom, boom. Okay, take a shot. Um, so that's five, six, seven, eight. Oh, on to the warg, though. Not to the boss. To the warg. Okay. Okay. They are not looking good as they charge in. Yes, Roscoe. Roscoe. I, I mean, if it's allowable, would also like to take another shot. Okay, go ahead. How, how close are they at this point? 
They're probably marching in about 100 feet now away. So I'm going to look over at Henley and I'm like, Windows 10. <laughs> what? <laughs> Activate Windows 10. <laughs> Be like, what? You, you want the boss, right? I want to interrogate the boss, yes. Okay. So I'm like, I have an idea. I don't know how well this is going to work, but I have an idea. So I'm going to line up another shot for the warg. Okay. Specifically the warg. Okay. For the warg. For the warg. For the warg. Gonna take out this old warg. <laughs> That's a 25. That's a hit. Okay. I'm going to launch this arrow. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm the arcane archer. Okay. The cool thing about this, and I don't know if I've told you, but it's probably good for you to know. Oh. I don't have to <laughs> declare what arrow I'm using unless it's a hit. Okay. So, that being said, now that I know it's a hit, I'm going back to the bug thing again and making him disappear. So, I'm going to launch, I'm going to shoot the banishing arrow at the warg. Okay. <laughs> Specifically the warg. Specifically the warg. He's going to do the, the bump skirt. Right. <laughs> do they have to roll a save of any kind, or is it just uh, on a hit? A creature hit by your arrow must also succeed a charisma saving throw. Or be banished. So DC 11. He fails. So your arrow goes, hits the warg, and disappears. You see the goblin on top of him just go boom, 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 boom. You see him move on the ground a little bit, but you can tell his movement is very owie. <laughs> Henley, you understand goblin, correct? Mm, I do. Okay. You do hear the two back ones. Start start yelling, nope, we're out of here. And they turn their boars and they start hightailing it out. I say to uh, my group, they're retreating. Do we go after them or let them go? We need to get them. We need to stop them. Then let's... They're, about, a, they're about 150 feet away now. I'm going to use my horse, go, yeah, go up to the goblin boss and tie him up. You're able to do that. Well, she does that. I'm going to go on my horse. Because boss man said go after him, so I'm going to go after the others. Okay. I'm going to try to jump back on a horse and then go with... Go with Lala. Lala. I seem confused, but I also jump on donkey and follow. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> okay, so Bujo, Lila, and Fenrir, they go after the two goblins that are running away. Henley, you're stopped at the goblin boss. And you're tying him up. He's not, he's not conscious or anything about what's going on. But he's alive. He's alive. I'm going to stop next to Henley. Okay. Dismount with my glaive because I know what's about to happen. Okay. You do oh. get that sense. Fenrir, Boudreaux, Lila, you're charging after these runaway goblins. They get... Fenrir, you're catching up to him slowly. You are catching up. Where Lila... And Boudreau, you're kind of just keeping pace with them. Fenrir. I'm going to ready a shot at one of the boars. Okay. It will be at disadvantage. Right. Because you're riding the horse. Does a 13 hit? It does hit. Sweet. You're shooting the boar. Yes. And I do six damage. Okay. It does injure that boar, and that boar starts slowing down significantly. So are we still, am I still with 150 feet? 
Yes. Is that board getting close to Boudreaux, the one that just It'll take down? a minute, but it is slowing down significantly. I so want... after one more turn, then it'd be close enough. What happened to the other boars? Did they run away? I blew them up. Uh, those two boars are still there, but they're, they ran away. They're just wild. Okay. Yeah, my rider's gone. I didn't, we're not involved in any of okay. this. Okay. Let me know when that boar gets next to me or when I can get close to it. I don't want to do something. Okay. Fenrir, are you? I'm going to keep going. I want to try to move out of the way and continue after the other one. Okay, perfect. And then I want to know when I'm 60, within 60 feet of the other. Yes. Of the other one that's the running away. The other one away. that's running away. Does Roscoe want to tell Henley what's going to happen uh, here know. soon? Yes. We'll go to Roscoe and Henley now. Henley. Sorry. You're Sorry. starting to finish up tying or tying him up. Roscoe. Heat of the moment. I'm still learning things. I'll probably be like, it's coming back. Be ready. But I mean, that that's about it. So I'm going to look at Henley like, it's coming back. Get ready. Okay. I pull out my two short swords and in preparation. Pretty much right when Roscoe finishes, it pops. Ah! Right there. It's still, it disappeared. It appears right where it disappeared. So the goblin kind of rolled 10 feet. Yep. So it's 10 that's feet why away. I stopped right where goblin is. It's 10 feet away. It's confused and whatnot. And let's just see who can react. You guys were prepared. You guys get to act first. I want to just run up and shank it. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, run up and uh, shank it. <laughs> you, and you're off your mount, right? Yes. Yeah, I got off so that I could properly shank it. Shank it. <laughs> I think, except for those in the chase, we're off our mounts. Welcome, drink them style. Okay, go ahead. Ready to roll for it? Go ahead, yes. 13 to hit. That matches. Okay. The almighty 20. I got an 11. Your attack misses with your three. Okay. I'm going to bonus action for the polearm mastery to smack it. Okay. That's a 15 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. Four damage. Okay. I'm going to action surge. Okay. For another hit on this guy. Just I just want him done. Okay. That's a 13 hit. Okay, that matches. Give me a d20. Thank you. Three. 13. <laughs> Almost a switcheroo. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so that's going to be six damage. Stop. Okay, this thing's looking very bloody, but it's still standing. Okay, then Henley runs up and takes a swing. Very nervous-like, but she's trying to be brave. Yeah, you guys are just demolishing this. I'm embarrassed for these goblins. <laughs> they were supposed to be big, scary guys, and You're you guys welcome. are just like, get out of here. Does a 14 hit? That does hit. Does she get to do twice because it's double swords? My second sword's at disadvantage, but oh, yeah. Because okay. it's offhand. Okay, right. so that's four damage with my first sword. Okay. There is a feat where you can use dual, dual wielding and not have disadvantage on your offhand. Oh, okay. But if you don't have that feat, it's normal attack with your good hand, disadvantage with your other hand. Fifteen. That's a hit. Eight damage. How do you kill this thing? I just kind of stab it with like a, yeah, Stabby with my stabby. offhand. It gives a... <laughs> 
<laughs> Words now sound like dogs. They kind of are like they, dogs. They kind of are. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying <laughs> out of time. We all should just been bards. Okay. <laughs> we are the tomes of the chaos bard. <laughs> Solemn cursed us all to sing. No. Except for Fenrir. He chose to sing. <laughs> that would make sense for my character. Okay. Anyway. Going back to Boudreau, Lila, and Fenrir. We'll say about two turns have passed. Yes, 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 yes. Boudreau, you're right on the hills of, of this guy. You're within 10 feet of him. 10 feet? Or closer. But... I want to be closer. I want to be like side by side with this guy. Okay. You're side by side. I want to jump off donkey and tackle him. Okay. <laughs> Grapple. Okay. Make a acrobatics check. <laughs> Gosh. That is so fitting. He completely misses him. In a poo splat. <laughs> yep. No. And you, and you go rolling on the ground. Do, 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 do. Oh, gosh. You take six damage <laughs> as you're rolling on the ground. Lila, you're up there right next to him, too. I don't want to be that close. Um, can I have... Yeah, within any range, but you're on his hills. Oh, okay, okay. I just don't want to be within 10 feet because I want to use my javelin. Okay. Are you throwing at the goblin or the warg? The boar. boar. The goblin. Okay. What'd you roll? Um, still 21 to hit. (laughs) Okay, that's a hit. Nine damage. Okay, that goblin tumbles off. Is he dead or does he just tumble off? Dope. So here's how I see it is I um, am throwing it and it just like kind of pierces him straight through the shoulder and knocks him off and he goes down that way. Does that work? I'm perfectly fine with that. Tumbles off and he lays motionless. Okay, Fenrir. If I use a spell... Spell time. Spell time. Spell time. So a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. So I want to to go from the center of the boar and goblin. It goes out 10 feet. Okay. So each creature in a 10-foot radius centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. And it has to beat a 13. And they both had advantage, and they both succeeded. Okay, so they each take seven damage. Okay, so you do this, and you just hear this. Is it thunder, right? You just hear this loud crack. You see that goblin just go stiff, and he falls off. The boar rolls, and he's laying still. The boar kind of stumbles and everything, and it, it gets up and, like, shakes itself and then continues running. All the goblins are dead. I want to loot my body. Okay. Okay, combat is over. Those who want to loot, I can't believe how bad you guys destroyed these people. <laughs> I'm kind of upset. <laughs> and that's why I was not expecting mine, huh? No, I was, I was not expecting that, that. That took it out. That's what that is. So, that did a lot. <laughs> I'm going to run after Donkey because Donkey's still running. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to loot the, the chief. Is so, that? Yep, that's fine. Even though he's hogtied, is that allowed? Yeah. I did that the first time. I'm, yeah. 
I go over next to him. Fenrir, you have one close to you. Lila Garatha, you have one close to you guys. So, Lila, you said you were going to loot that one. Boudreaux's after Donkey. Yep. There I'll, are three goblins around the, Henley uh, and Roscoe. Unless Henley wants to loot one of them, I'll loot the other two that I knocked off on that first shot as well. And then we can just spread the loot, spread the joy. You want to keep an eye on this guy and I'll go see if they got anything good out there? You got it, boss. Dope. I am searching the big boss, though, for um, anything about information or anything of value. So we'll just say that she's going to loot the boss and you do the other two. Roger, 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 rabbit. Okay. We'll start with Lila. I got an 18, Shiga. A 19? An 18. Oh, 18. That's still really good. You get three cards. Yay! I got a six. Okay, your first one, you find a square cut malachite gem. I got another six. Okay. On this one, you find ten silver pieces. Four. You get 12 silver pieces. Okay. Fenrir, are you looting yours? Yeah, I rolled a 19. Nice. You get three cards as well. Can I have one of those cards just be the bow? Oh, to just take, yeah. I'll just take a bow for one of them. Yep. And then the other two. Yep. Is that? We'll do that. Six. Okay. You find, for your first card, a jeweled bracelet. For your girlfriend. On this one, you find... 15 silver pieces. Okay, Roscoe. 15. 15. Okay, you get two cards for that guy. Uh, 10. You get one for that guy, so a total of three cards. Okay. Uh, 8. Okay, on this one, you find a small charm that has a picture of a mouse on it. Just a side note on this one. Um, make a note of it or something that when rubbed becomes a passive illusionary mouse for five minutes. That's so cool. And that happens once per day. Uh, seven. Okay, <laughs> this one, you find a burglar's pack. Burglar's kit. Burglars. A shovel. <laughs> and a grappling hook. Grappling hook. I love grappling hooks. All I can think of is Batman when you say grappling hooks. One more, right? One more card. Grappling hooks are really good to get those hard to reach scratches, the itches on your back. (laughs) A nine. (laughs) Nine. You find a silver necklace chain, and there seems to be some kind of rune on some kind of charm on on it. Also, note um, it's worth 30. Silver pieces. Holy Toledo. Cool. Okay. Holy Taquito. Henley, you're rooting around. You want to roll an investigation check? Natural 20. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I've never rolled this many natural 20s in my life. <laughs> well, okay, so, I'm going to go potty then. <laughs> <laughs> so what's cool about a natural 20 when investigating look for loot I have these cards that range from like one to four challenge rating, which just means how hard the con- the the bad guy was. 
But when you roll a natural 20, you get to draw one card from the higher challenge deck, which means there's better chance of a higher item. So how fitting that it was the the boss, the, the goblin boss that has something special. So go ahead and roll a d12, please. That would be a nine. She gets a coat of many colors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> bag of holding, bag of holding. Oh. Bag of holding, please. <laughs> we love bags of holding. Okay. On him, you find a very ornate maul and a glass vial of crimson liquid. Also, in, in there, you find a fine sheet of, of wood with faintly glowing green characters on it. You notice that this crimson liquid is a healing potion. Okay. You're familiar with those. However, you're not sure what this piece of paper is as you unroll it. You notice that it has glowing green characters on it, but you're not sure what it is or what it does. Okay. You guys are able to come back together, and you got the goblin boss there. Everybody else is kind of staying away, kind of keeping the horses calm and everything. Okay, you guys are gathered around the goblin boss. He's still kind of unconscious. Did you guys see that? Did you see what I did? That was really cool, Roscoe. I think that's cooler than saving Dracarys. <laughs> we it was hearing so about this amazing seeing it in person. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all right, Boudreaux? I just had to run out the donkey. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have, I gave him a carrot he came back. <laughs> Why didn't you whistle? You said he always comes back. He was playing with me. He was playing with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Um, well. Is, do we need to wake this guy up? Yes. Did I find any, like, papers or orders? Did not. Okay. Insignias or anything? You do notice that on their their armor, there's the trigroven symbol on them. Okay. Can I take my water skin and just pour it on his head? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Okay. He kind of have my glaive like right in his face though, so like when he wakes up, this is a big pointy thing just right there. I'm staying on my horse and doing that, by the way. Okay. You guys are kind of surrounded him. Very intimidating. Think, think uh, Avengers and Loki in the tower at the end. I mean, honestly, I don't... I know what you're talking about. I'm, Boudreaux doesn't look pretty intimidating right now, as he's got one yeah. finger up going... <laughs> Scratch that. The image that I get is um, when Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn <laughs> are, are going, and they see the Riders of Rohan, and then when the Riders of Rohan yep. come okay. around, and they all stick their spears in their face. That's acceptable. That's what I, That's the reference that I, I can get, because awesome. I don't and... know, I'm familiar with... Uh, I Marvel. just think of a knight's tale when they're all above him and he's like, you've been weighed and you've been measured. Oh, they're all standing above <laughs> yeah. him. And you've, you've been, been found, found wanting. wanting. Love that show. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> that's happening. You guys are all over him. Weapons are drawn. Weapons are pointing in his face. Lila dumps the water on, on him. What does he say? I understand Goblin. My cursed men left me. What's what is going on? I 
What were you doing here? <laughs> I say in Goblin. So when she says that, I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure there was a curse word in there somewhere. I don't know. Didn't sound very nice. <laughs> but Henley, you do understand. So just keep that in mind. You guys don't understand what the conversation's going on. We, we're your scouts. Scouting for what? Anything. Where are you located? Where did you come from? We came from Fortress up north. What is the name? Used to be Ranger Station. What? A Ranger Station? What was the Ranger Station name? I, I don't know. How long? How far away was it? About week, week travels north. Why did you attack us? Supplies. Hmm. Technically, they didn't attack. Oh, true. Way to attack, but yes, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> Just rub it in my face that these guys are so weak. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did they get a single hit? Off? Gosh, Roscoe. No. <laughs> It's okay. The only thing I'm thinking That of... just means next time, I'm going to crush you. You're <laughs> <laughs> not going to use this arrow next time. <laughs> I'm thinking... I won't give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> What's going through my mind right now is, Misa Jaja Beaks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is Jaja Beaks. <laughs> okay. I turned to them. What else do we need to know? I asked him where he came from, why he was here. And uh, there anyone more here? Oh, <clears throat> you can tell that he's he's scared and intimidated. By the way, are just there, kind of glance around at everybody and was like, "Oh crap!" Are there any more scouts coming? This direction, no. There's no more scouts coming this way. Where are the other scouts? They travel all over plains. Exactly where we... I don't know. Who's your commanding officer? Uh, officer? What? Your leader. Leader is Crag. Crag? He's back at Fort. Anything else? Well, they don't know what he's saying. R oh. <laughs> there are no more scouts coming. And his leader is Crag. And that there are Trigroven raiding scouts all over the plains. Is, uh, is the leader a uh, human? I don't think so. It's the Trigrovin, though, so it could be... It... What's your name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we don't have names. We have designations. <laughs> His name's Blue. I'm F12359. <laughs> Misa Jaja Beans. I don't know. Anybody got any suggestions? <laughs> His name's Blue. It's Gunther, dude. Because he's got blue eyes. Oh. Gru. Blugle. Blugle. Okay, we'll go with the Gru. Name's Gru. Is Grog a goblin? Grog is hobgoblin. What is Grog? Grog is his leader. Oh, okay. And he's a hobgoblin. Oh, gross. It's Crag. Crag. Hobgoblin. Yes. I want to play the game so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not. <laughs> his name is Crag. He's a hobgoblin. 
and his name is Gru. I don't know that we need any more information. That's, I don't know that he know anything else. As long as we know it's kind of going to be clear sailing from here, or should be. Maybe, I'll say we get going. Maybe where more station are, yeah? I don't know. He said he didn't know. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, oh, oh, oh. Do we need to take him with us or kill him? I'm going to poke him. Just call it there. It's like, we can't take him. Wait, wait, what? Done. I was going to ask what his favorite kind of meat was. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You're able to, Roscoe, you're able to just stab him? I just, yeah, at this point I can tell that we're not getting anything else out of him. And, you know, obviously we chased the other two down for liability issues. It's like, what are we going to do? We don't really have the capacity to take him with us. So, you know, obviously it was it was merciless. Right in the heart, game over. But. Yeah. He he sees you raise it up and he's like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Of course, you, you would hear. And dead. <laughs> and and scene. scene. And beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He stands up and he's like, thank you. Thank you. No, just <laughs> blood, blood. <laughs> Just like on Zootopia. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the ribbons and, chuck, and catch up. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Henley turns away when Roscoe, like, stabs him because she was the one. She heard and understood what he was saying. Okay. Fair enough. I really hope he didn't have any more information to share with us. Um, Lila's going <coughs> to kick her horse and go back to Brock. Okay. And say, all right, I should be pretty smooth sailing. I think we should get going. You guys handled those guys, those pretty good. Well, thanks, sugar. You're definitely worth the money. We appreciate it. I uh, take my, I do my, my uh, swamp water thing, and I spray it on the guy, and I go, I hope in the next life you make better choices. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Do you do that with the other goblins around? Or um, just that one? I think just that one. Okay. It's for all of them, but he was the leader. Hmm. So Fair. it was more of like he was the influencer. Okay. He needs the most blessings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay. You guys round everybody up, and you guys travel on. When you guys are starting to get close to Avalon, you do see that there is this kind of stone structure it's just one level it doesn't seem very big but outside those familiar with with uh avalon area so that'd be roscoe fenrir and henley and garatha and garatha you would know this place as the pit this place is where a criminal mine this is where a lot of places from Av- that Avalon send criminals to, to be mine workers. It's kind of their sentence. However, this place, you've never heard of anybody getting out of it. And it's normally where they send the, like, bad, bad criminals. Not like your petty thieves or anything. These are the ones, the murderers, the really bad criminals go here. You know it's very dangerous because hardly anybody makes it out alive. There's a high casualty rate. However, it is very wealthy. There's lots of money that comes out of this. 
you guys continue on. You guys know, because you know that, you know you're close. And as you crest this kind of hill, you see this beautiful city before you. And you know this city as Avalon. And we'll get the description and everything next time. Dun, dun, dun. We finally made it. <laughs> it's a miracle. Thank you guys for listening. Um, this was a, a fun thing. I'm very disappointed that that battle ended so quickly. I was ex- I was excited that that was going to be a more tougher one, but I think I forgot to raise up the challenge level because they leveled up. <laughs> but I'll get you next time, players. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. This has been a fun episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, shout out to Dan Nichols for writing our music and sound. Don't forget to check out our RPG at drivethroughrpg.com, Shields of Power. Also, don't forget to re- give us a review and a five-star review, and Solemn will give you a shout-out. He is eagerly waiting for those shout-outs. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social medias, Twitter, Tumblr. We got a Facebook page. Just search... Tomes of the Chaos Bard fan page. And a website. And we got a website. See that in the show notes. And follow us on our on our Instagram and all that, also in the show notes. I am your Dungeon Master Dave, and to the right we have... Fenrir. Roscoe. Lila Garatha. Woodrow. And Henley. Don't forget to join... Sorry to interrupt you there, Dave. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that Dave's been giving shout-outs at the end of each podcast. And a uh, few chapters ago, he gave a shout-out to all the players. i just like to give a shout-out to our Dungeon Master, Dave, for all the work that he <laughs> puts into this. Um, and just making the story the way it is and just all around just a good time here. So, oh, Thanks, Zeb. I appreciate that. And until, and until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye!